Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility via natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naterna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, happy new year. I know you're ready to make some changes and so let's shed light, some light on this topic that, you know, about body consciousness, about maybe those few pounds that you've been meaning to tackle and, you know, that could be just what you need to get over the hump in many ways. So let's dive into to chatting about body consciousness, weight, management of weight, uh, and, and what you can do to, to do that in a healthy way. So the prevalence of weight issues and obesity is increasing worldwide with a corresponding increase in overweight and obese patients referred to fertility clinics for fertility struggles. I read a systematic review that aimed to determine whether non-surgical weight reduction strategies resulted in an improvement in reproductive parameters that are affected by obesity. Like reproductive parameters affected by obesity are things like delayed time to pregnancy, so taking a longer time to get pregnant, issues with sperm quality or no sperm at all. Um, and no prior reviews have examined this within the general fertility population or in both sexes. A total of 40 studies were included in this um, review, and of which 14 were the gold standard randomized control trials. And primary outcomes were pregnancy, live birth rate, and weight change. So that's like how they measured success or like determined whether, you know, uh, you know managing your weight mattered. In, in women, reduced calorie diets and exercise interventions were more likely than control, like so more likely with the people who weren't doing these interventions to result in pregnancy. Um, and those interventions generally really, um, resulted in some weight loss and oftentimes improvement in ovulation. Interestingly, the miscarriage rates were not reduced by any of these interventions, but we do know that high insulin levels can cause pregnancy loss, and high insulin levels are generally more associated with having extra body fat. Really what it comes down to is that we need to be educated on the detrimental effects of fatness, basically, and the benefits of weight reduction, including improvement in pregnancy rates. A combination of a reduced calorie diet or by just changing the foods you're eating by reducing um, unhealthy fats, refined carbohydrate intake, and increasing exercise, not to a crazy level, but enough to affect your metabolism, may be really helpful in your efforts. And it's such a touchy subject. Um, and I feel like a lot of fertility doctors like don't really want to broach it. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier on, there wasn't a lot of research to say, oh, this definitely affects fertility. But now it's coming to be more and, and you know, it makes sense if you look at the physiology of it. Like there has been research to show that imbalances in insulin and blood sugar level are not favorable for fertility. That's generally more common in 
in weight issues. Um, weight issues are often associated with thyroid insufficiency that also affects fertility. Weight issues are, are associated with having um, like infrequent or no ovulation. So, you know, it's something that we, we shouldn't really ignore. And even if your fertility doctor isn't bringing it up with you, that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I'm here to sort of have these conversations with you to, to highlight, you know, something that's in the shadows that maybe, you know, shouldn't be in the shadows. Um, but nobody's come out right and tell you, like I, I had a patient I remember years ago who she was like very overweight and, you know, she would ask her fertility doctor and nothing was working with her fertility. And she'd ask her fertility doctor, like, do, is it, is it my weight? Do I need to lose weight? And, and he was like, oh no, no. Eventually, you know, after a long journey, I convinced her to work on her diet a little bit, get a little bit more exercise. And then she ended up having success. And that was after like 10 years of infertility. And, and I don't necessarily think it, it has to be that like you're obese, for example. Um, I think, you know, everybody's tipping point of what's unhealthy for them is a bit different. Like I know when I, my body gets over a certain weight, my hormones start to behave badly. My skin will break out more. My mood is off. Um, and so, you know, we have to recognize that there is a correlation between our physiology, um, and, um, and like the amount of weight we're putting on and not only the weight aspect, the weight aspect can just be a motivator to be like, you know what, I, I really have accumulated a little bit too much excess on my body. It's time to change my diet. Um, and I know that I see a lot of people that are like, but I eat healthy, that's great. Like, you know, maybe we need to dissect that, but, and to, to like figure out what exactly your definition of healthy is, because in my world, um, you know, eating mountains of salad and icy cold drinks and, um, like eating late at night and things like that, even if you're eating healthy or not healthy things like intermittent fasting, like, like skipping breakfast, I don't think is a good idea when you're trying to get pregnant or if you're trying to manage your weight. So I think people have different definitions of what is healthy. Um, and so I think that needs to be kind of looked at sometimes, um, I did write a course on eating for optimal, um, fertility nutrition and, and which kind of breaks that down. But, you know, in lieu of, of checking that out, just, you know, listen to the tidbits that I give in these podcasts and just like have an honest conversation with yourself about, you know, what, what could be done. So, um, you know, there are also some conditions that we think, it might affect like having extra weight might affect more like overweight and obese women with um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS may have a greater chance of becoming pregnant if they lose weight before beginning fertility treatment. According to an analysis of two studies funded by the national institutes of health, it is known that women's fertility declines with age. These findings support delaying fertility treatment in women with PCOS. So even if like you're like, I'm getting older, I want to start fertility treatment right away. If you have PCOS, it's been shown that um, it's better that you delay the fertility treatment, even if you're aging. It's better you delay the fertility treatment to lose some pounds first. And I'm not even talking about like, you know, 10, 20, 30 pounds. Like sometimes to improve your fertility, it's like it's like a difference of like two, three pounds um, just to like get your insulin and blood sugar metabolism working well, to detoxify your body a little bit, to like wake things up. 187 obese and overweight women with PCOS were immediately treated with clomiphene, a drug that induces ovulation, also known as Clomid. Um, and in another study, 
142 women with PCOS began a weight loss program consisting of lower calorie intake, exercise, and an anti-obesity medication, likely metformin, um, before starting the clomiphane, the clomid treatment. So one of the groups took clomid right away for fertility treatment. The other went through sort of like a, a weight loss program before starting the clomid. Um, the women who were treated with clomid alone had an ovulation rate of only 44% and a live birth rate of only 10%. Um, and the women who received Clomid after their weight loss program had a 62% ovulation rate and 25% live birth rate. That's a huge difference. Um, so that's like over double if you if you were to, you know, go through that program first. And, and again, I don't want to give the impression that it has to be like a complete overhaul. It can be really gentle. It could be more walking. I always suggest doing stairs. I think stairs are amazing for kind of like searing fat. Um, and you don't even have to do that many of them. Uh, and then, you know, changing your diet, like taking out some of the refined stuff, taking out sugar, like being more mindful of like when you eat, how much you eat. Um, but I'm going to get into some of those recommendations. But just to, you know, summarize that weight loss can help with a lot of aspects of fertility. Um, and it can be really helpful for estrogen sensitive conditions like endometriosis and fibroids. Um, and the reason why it can help is because it increases insulin sensitivity. So if you're insulin resistant or pre-diabetic, um, um, a little bit of weight management or weight loss can um, improve insulin sensitivity. Toxins are stored in fat. Like that, it's literally they're like hiding places. Like fat stores toxins in our body, and so you might be harboring more of a toxic load than you're even aware of, which can scramble hormones and not be good for your fertility. So losing a little bit of the weight can also help to release toxins from your body. More fat is created is equated with more inflammation. The more fat we have, the more inflamed we are, and it's this really vicious loop because um, inflammation actually makes us fatter because it affects insulin metabolism, it affects um, thyroid health, it'll make us gain more weight. So more fat actually begets fat. So when you lose weight, it's easier to lose more. When you gain weight, you can actually it can kind of like get out of control where you accelerate weight gain because fat makes you fatter. Um, estrogen excess is worse with fat. So, you know, like these estrogen sensitive conditions like fibroids and endometriosis that when they're exposed to estrogen, um, more estrogen, either be it from plastics or, um, from foods or from medications, like these things can proliferate. So like endometriosis can get worse. Fibroids can get bigger. Um, so that's something that's, that's worsened generally with a weight issue is that, um, these types of conditions, these growths can actually get more fierce, grow and spread more. If you're interested in learning about a nutritional method to enhance your fertility, then I have just the thing for you. My Eating for Optimal Fertility course is a user-friendly online course that boils down my 20 years of experience as a holistic fertility expert into an easy-to-follow digital guide that you can put into action right away. This course was designed to empower you with simple, proven, fertility-boosting nutritional tips that will improve your odds of conceiving a healthy pregnancy. Be sure to check it out. Contact us at the Naturna Institute info at naternalife.com or DM me on Instagram at Dr. Christina Burns or at Naterna underscore life. Hope to see you on the inside. Um, and excess fat can cause ovulation issues. So if you're a person that is not ovulating regularly or not at all, um, then sometimes losing a few pounds can be helpful for that. Now you want to make sure not to lose 
too much weight. That is a big issue too. Like I don't want you getting really skinny. I don't want you being in the best shape of your life. Um, I uh, have a book coming out in March and it goes into like the nitty gritty of like exercise regimes when you're trying to get pregnant. And it's not a one size fits all, but there are some general broad strokes um, to, you know, get into the to the right mindset around like physical activity. And basically, I mined through research about how, you know, doing boot camps and things like that is actually not favorable. And that's why I'm mentioning things like in this podcast, like doing stairs and a lot of walking, because you do want to like uptick your metabolism, get your heart rate up. But like, I don't want you going and burning out your adrenal glands in a soul cycle class and at like Orange Theory, Berries Boot Camp, this kind of thing. Like, I, I don't want you releasing a bunch of cortisol into your system. Like, it does not have to be uh, something that it has to be really intensive. And I can go more into that topic in another session um, if you'd like more information. But also my book, it's called The Ultimate Fertility Guidebook comes out in March and you'll have a whole chapter dedicated to what to do. So, um, here are my action items for today, ladies. And I know you've got this. I know you can do this. I know that, um, you know, this applies to some of you listening and to others, it doesn't. And for those of you that, you know, have had this sitting in your subconscious or somewhere in the back of your mind that you might've been, you know, not giving it the full attention. Now is the time. Now is the time to take charge and, and, and just get on top of this because like this is going to benefit for you for the rest of your life. Um, an anti-inflammatory diet, um, learning how to eat to be healthy, um, learning how to eat to um, really uh, like balance your hormones, increase your fertility. Like this is going to pay dividends forever. Um, help you feed your family. Okay, first things first, sleep enough. Um, it has been shown that getting under seven hours of sleep increases inflammatory cytokines and makes you fatter. Um, so you need to get over six hours of sleep, seven to eight hours ideal. Drink lots of clean, uncarbonated water, not carbonated water. That's hugely acidic, uh, like abrasive on the digestive system. Clean drinking water, filtered water, really, really good for cleansing your system, really good for keeping your appetite down. Manage your stress as much as you can. I know that's so annoying to hear, but I also have done other podcasts on de-stressing naturally and what to do, um, meditation, certain herbs, um, exercise, like there's stuff you can do, like bringing down your caffeine levels, your sugar levels. On the topic of that, avoid booze. Booze is the devil for weight loss, like a devil. It just clogs up your liver. It spikes your insulin. It makes you fatter. It makes you puffier. It makes you more miserable. It makes you crave things. It's just not a good way to be on the path to managing your weight. Um, if you drink anything, drink vodka or tequila. I suggest you drink nothing that is booze, but definitely don't do beer, wine, cocktails, um, dark liquor. Those are the worst. Um, this is a big one that a lot of you are gonna to react to. If you want to lose weight effectively and fast, cut grains. Um, cut them down dramatically or cut them out entirely and eat paleo for a little while. Um, you can get results though just cutting them down, like maximum one serving of grains per day. And that includes like a bread, a rice, um, that like any kind of starch that comes from a grain cut it down to once a day, preferably only a few times a week and do not eat gluten. Just don't. Um, it has been shown to be, you know, have a negative effect on inflammation, on insulin. Um, so just to just work on your grain intake, 
get car, you don't have to be carb freak, but get your carbs from like sweet potato, from um, roasted carrots, from beets, from, from those kind of things, um, rather than from grains. Move your body every day. You have to walk at least 30 minutes better for like an hour, get in some of those stairs if you don't have time to exercise, just like work it into your day. Some supplements that are helpful for weight loss, myo-inositol, which is the um, vitamin version of metformin, NAC, probiotics. These are all good for insulin resistance and, and reducing weight. I personally love adding a little coptis or berberine if you have a bit of an elevated ap appetite. I also came up with a junk juice formula. It's called Skinny, which may offend a lot of people, but um, it's amazing for bringing the appetite down and kind of like cleaning out your body. The formula is not specifically intended for fertility, not that it's harmful for it, but it's not specifically intended uh, for it. It's, it's intended to help you get weight off. So if you were to try that formula, just try it outside of, of actively trying to get pregnant. All right. Um, avoid strong flavors because they trigger your appetite. Um, sweet and salty are just not great. And that seems to be like what flavors everything. So just try to eat more neutral. Don't add a lot of salt. Try not to eat packaged foods and try not to eat out a lot because there's always more salt, always more flavor. And that triggers more appetite. Sugar is the devil. Um, so booze is like sugar on a rocket ship. Sugar itself is just so bad. It triggers more appetite. It triggers brain chemical imbalances. It, it, it makes you crave more. It's just like this vicious cycle and it makes you pack on weight so fast. Getting rid of sugar, if you were to do nothing else, getting rid of sugar, refined sugar is going to make you trim down very fast. Um, eat healthy fats because bad fats, um, like trans fats, um, or canola oil, some of those vegetable oil, sunflower oil, those are the ones that are going to um, be inflammatory and the inflammation will be the way that you gain weight. I love cleaning up the gut. I think cleaning up your gut is an amazing way to lose weight. Herbs can do that. Healthy diet can do that. Um, I'm a big fan of apple cider vinegar every day in the morning or before meals. Um, and so, so that's kind of the gist of it. Like, Work in these like little changes and um, you're going to notice like amazing things happening after even just a week or two and, you know, derive some joy out of it, out of, out of taking charge, out of doing something that you know is good for you um, because it will feel really great. And we, I feel like we do bring good things to us when we feel better. Um, like we're just able to see more clearly the path. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Happy New Year, all. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community, and I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.